0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to welcome everybody to my podcast. I am your gracious host, Jupiter and I. And in this today, in this today, in this podcast, um, I want to talk about restaurant life, man, because I line cooked, um, short order, whatever you want to call it, for 15 years plus. And what made me inspired to do this show was the fact that uh, one of my favorite shows, man, when I do watch TV is um, Bar Rescue, man. And um, the guy, John Taffer, I think his name is, this guy, he goes around and he, you know, um, restores restaurants that are in distress. You know, these a lot of times these owners are incapable um, mentally to <laughs> run a business. And a lot of times I don't understand why they're even in the business the restaurant business or any type of business because they have no clue on how to run a business um, sometimes it's just that you know they ran out of funds um, and then you know uh, they kind of just like gave up on the business so it's not always a situation where these owners just neglect their business on purpose sometimes it is sometimes it's these, these people you know men and women who own these restaurants and they neglect it and they just don't know how to run a business they don't know how to uh you know be a leader you know to the employees and that's what employees look for when they go work a nine-to-five for somebody somebody who can lead them to um you know greatness in their in their job and a, a lot of people can't do that they don't know how to lead they um nag rather than lead and um some of these owners have issues with alcohol so you know they're alcoholics and they turn around and open up a restaurant so they can just drink all day and be social um and just be alcoholics on with their on, on their dime so you know John Taffer he comes in and he spazzes out on these people at first you know what I'm saying it's hilarious i think that's what makes the show popular because he comes in and he just, you know, spaz on them first, kinda like breaks down break them down mentally and then build them back up towards the end, you know, sort of like what they do in the military, you know. That's the whole whole aspect of the military is to break you down mentally and then build you back up. That's what they do in the military. I never been in the military and nothing like that, but, you know, I got relatives who served in the military. I got uncles who served in the military and, and Iraq war and all that you know what I mean and that's what they do that's what he does and um, it kind of brings me back to you know my days and working in restaurants you know Uh, let me tell you something man restaurant work is some of the hardest work mentally man like you know what I'm saying like um, you have to be very mentally tough in order to work in restaurants and deal with the pressures of getting the food out in time you know on time and you know, dealing with waitresses who don't know their job, and you know, dealing with customers who complain all the time. No matter if the if the plate is perfect, they still gonna complain. It's a lot of stuff you have to deal with. Underpaid uh, restaurant work, you will be underpaid definitely. You know, you're not paid for what you can do. Like my last job, you know, in restaurants, uh, I was underpaid. I, 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 I um short order cooked and I did dishes on some nights so and I was way underpaid way underpaid you know I was the type of cat who took my job seriously you know you pay me to do something I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability and when it came to cooking I was the fastest I was the, the, the I think I was the best I'm not trying to toot my own horn but you know I'm making the extra you know 100 150 dollars a week just on people tipping me on my my plates and how fast I was at my job. You know what I'm saying? Other 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 cooks didn't get that, you know. Customers would tell me that they will only come in when I worked. You know, because you know when they come in any other time the food was it was terrible. You know? I used to come up with like homemade specials and, you know, quick homemade specials for the night. I worked the overnight, you know, and, you know, the place, you know, working in restaurants, man, you're going to deal with a lot of people who don't do their job. You're going to deal with people who, um, you're going to deal with a lot of convicts. I'm going to just keep it all the way funky. Like you're going to deal with a lot of convicts, uh, people who can't get work nowhere else. So they get into restaurant work. Um, my sister's, um, husband, he had a record. So, you know, I told him to get in the restaurant because they'll hire anybody. Straight up, they'll hire anybody. I mean, anybody can get a job in restaurant work. If you can't get a job and you got like felonies and all that, go into restaurant work. They'll hire you. Always looking for cooks. Always looking for help. Um, Always. Because the turnover is, is so much turnover. You know, I can't tell you how many cooks I worked with. How many idiot cooks I worked with. I mean, cats who came in with culinary certificates and all this old fancy stuff and uh, uh, <laughs> a cooking, the cooking coat and they looking fly. And, you know, they're ready to and couldn't even handle one little rush. I mean, they couldn't cook. You know what I'm saying? See, people don't get people don't understand short order cooking is different from five star you know what i'm saying all that little fancy stuff and i worked in five star too as well for a hot minute as well um i, I didn't like five working in five star because of the uh the uh the way the, the head chef would just yell at you if you don't get the food out fast enough. i'm not with all that you're not gonna be yelling at me crazy you know what i'm saying there's gonna be none of that you know what i mean so um Because last time I worked in a five-star restaurant and we almost got into a fight. He was yelling at me like I was his kid and I was older than him. And I had way more experience than him. So, man, we almost got into it. I'm not going to make a long story short. I quit. I left. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time I was working two jobs. I I did did also two um, armed security. So, I told him to take that job and shove it. I got another one. Take that job and shove it. Now, this is before the internet and social media and content creating and all this fly stuff that's going on now where you can just make money in any, all types of ways. Like this is before all that. This is when you had to have a nine to five or a brick and mortar business. You know what I'm saying? So restaurant life can be hell, man, you know, but I handled it. I did it to the best of my ability like I said, the waitresses used to love working with me because I was fast as hell. I would get plates out in two minutes at times. And, you know, I didn't mess around. Like, you know, I was very, very, um, I didn't like, I didn't like serving people crap. You know, if you paid for a plate, uh, I tried to make it to the best of my ability, you know. Uh, I mean, people spend their hard-earned money, you know, working 40, 50, 60 hours a week and coming to a restaurant, no matter what type of restaurant it is, even if it's a truck stop or whatever, um, you know, it didn't matter to me. I tried to make the plates nice. I tried to make the food delicious to the best of my ability. What I had to work with, uh, you know, and that's why, you know, people love, coming in when I work, you know what I'm saying and a lot of people were shocked that I got fired for no reason like my boss let me go for well it was a reason to him but it wasn't no reasons to fire me like he didn't like the fact that I no longer wanted to work um the weekends and I didn't want to work extra hours you know what I'm saying I'm not obligated to work weekends and extra hours you know what I'm saying and he was he was he sent me a text and say it's not fair to the other guys for you not to work weekends. Well, yes it is when the other guys are not doing their job. Because see, every every shift is supposed to fill up for the next shift and me working overnights, people think I didn't have nothing to do. Well, I did have a lot to do. What I had to do was do everybody's job who didn't do their job on second shift. So I had to fill up all their stuff. I would come in, everything would be empty, you know. The important things when you come in, especially on the overnight, is like you want to have things prepared, like bacon and stuff like that, um, pre cooked bacon and stuff like that, because you know those are things you're going to need for you know bacon sales, you know, a lot of bacon sales. So, uh, every time I would come in, man, I, I would be empty, you know, if you'd be a few times where stuff would be stocked up, but nine times out of ten, they weren't stocking for me, you know what I'm saying? So Got fed up and say, "Hey, take me off! Take me off the weekends! Um, I only want to work three days." You know what I'm saying? um What I was going to do is try to find another situation. You know, and this is before I got back into the internet thing. You know what I'm saying? The internet, and this is around the time I started getting back into it, but slowly but surely. But back then, I didn't have the time to really get into it because I was working so much. You know, then I started cutting back my hours, and then I, 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 you know, he let me go. Um, then I got unemployment, you know, which is, you know, another thing too, a lot of these these bosses, uh, they'll lie so you can't get an unemployment. He was one of those type of bosses. Like, he would lie and make up stuff. But the thing is, I give him this, the ill setup, you know. I would never talk to him on the phone. I would always text him. So, whatever he texts me, I always would save it, you know. So, when he sent me that message saying he was going to fire me, I saved that, you know. So, I have it. When unemployment will call me for an interview and see what see what happened, you know they they call you for an interview to see if you get approved for unemployment. Um, so I had all that information, you know. She was like, "Well, send me the the, the text that he sent you." I said, "She she because she asked me if I still had him." I'm like, "Yeah, I still got him," you know. So he couldn't lie he couldn't lie this time and say that um I just walked out because he was trying to say I just walked out and I didn't just walk out. I told him I had to catch a bus at a certain time, if I missed this bus then uh, I would have to sit there for an extra, almost two hours, and I told him and I used to tell the waitress, the the head waitress um, that, you know I gotta leave, you know which was okay with her because she could. She said she can cover it until somebody came in, and that too a lot of times people come in late you know what I'm saying, and there's no repercussions for that, people coming in late and um, you know, restaurant work is a headache, man. <laughs> it really is. The, not unless you working into a working in a spot that's you know on point. Most restaurant work is just it's just a headache, man. It's just a headache, man. The stuff I've seen working in restaurants, I mean, you know, I've seen waitresses, you know, come in doped up on heroin. Um, <laughs> of course, she was eventually fired, but it took them like weeks to fire her. Like she come in on high as hell, and, um, I've seen all types of waitresses doing cartwheels in the middle of the restaurants, I mean, <laughs> seen a lot of stuff, man, I've seen a lot of stuff in restaurant work, I mean, the first day I worked at, um, the truck stop, man, the first day I worked at that truck stop, man, uh, this guy came in, he was, uh, I don't know if he was drunk or what, but, um, <laughs> first day, the first day, um, no, this was actually months, this was actually months after I was working, this guy came in, and <laughs> he seemed to be drunk, because his pants was hanging off, like, like right down his ankles, <laughs> right, and I'm looking, I'm looking out the, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, cook window, because we had an open restaurant, we had an open kitchen, so you can see, like, you know, on the side of you on the right side of you you can see like the, the whole restaurant you can see people coming in so you know we didn't have it like a blocked off kitchen so everything was open right on right in, right in the right next to the uh the dining room so i'm looking and i see this dude walk in and he seemed to be drunk because he was staggering and um his pants were hanging off of him <laughs> you know what i'm saying and um so anyway so he sits down uh he didn't eat he didn't eat anything i think he just had some water or some coffee or something like that and make a long story short he sat there for like 45 minutes an hour just drinking coffee and when he got up there was a streak of like (laughs) yo it was like a streak of crap on on the booth that he had left, like, I don't know if he crapped his pants, or what, I'm like, you know what, this is gonna be some interesting stuff working here, because, already I've seen some wild stuff, you know, people leave their underwear in the showers, because, you know, being a truck stop, it, it has showers, you know what I'm saying, so, people leave their underwear in the shower, with crap in them, and, man, this is just, just disgusting, man, I'm glad I wasn't the waitress, that, uh, had to clean that up, you know what I'm saying, um, you know the one thing he did do was he did clean up the uh the situation with the uh the prostitutes he did clean that up you know what i'm saying it was real bad when i first got there when i first got there it was horrible man you know what i'm saying it was horrible i'm like man this is crazy you know what i'm saying um but continue to the uh the show bar rescue and and also too the conditioners of these places these restaurants you know A lot of these restaurants shouldn't even be serving food to people, man. I mean, these places be disgusting. I mean, these places haven't been cleaned in years. I mean, you watch this show, you would not want to go out to eat. I I swear to you, you would not want to go out to eat after you watch this show. I mean, it just brought back memories of certain places I work. And, you know, there's only so much cleaning you can do by yourself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And uh, they're not the cleanest. They may look clean, but you go in that back, um, you will be surprised, and, and and how people contaminate things. You know, cross contamination, people not wearing gloves, like stuff like that, man. You know what I'm saying? People don't wash their hands. People are coughing in their hands. It's just a whole bunch of stuff that make you not want to go out to eat anymore, man. But it's a beautiful show because it'll show you how to, um, how to run. Because John Taffer, he comes in and he shows people each episode. He, besides all the screaming and and the spazzing out on people and all that, he shows people how to actually properly run a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? The guy's been doing it for over, what, 30 years? You know what I'm saying? He's had successful restaurants, still continues to run successful restaurants. You know what I'm saying? So he knows what he's doing, he knows what he's talking about. Um, he, he's got it down to an uh, actual science on how to properly run not only restaurants but like um clubs you know what I'm saying all types of like um social, social gathering type places you know clubs uh restaurants um what else um um yeah that's pretty much it so he basically goes in and he has a team of um um team of um I I guess you say construction workers that goes in and restores the issues in these restaurants a lot of time he's spending over $100,000 just repairing um, the floors like you know these restaurants be in bad shape because these owners you know just let them go down the tubes and you know with the owners not caring you know you are you are who your owner who, who your manager is who your owner is like if your manager don't care you're not gonna care like you know what i'm saying and you know you got a manager who's lack who lacks on stuff you're gonna lack on stuff you know what i'm saying, know what I'm saying? you're not gonna do your job as far as cleaning wise to the best of your ability because your owner is not gonna really say anything too much um you know it's all on the manager you know you that's why you got to have a strong manager and in the restaurant business and an owner who gives a crap <laughs> you know what i'm saying if your owner don't give a crap nine times a ten your manager is not gonna give a crap you know what i'm saying and like i said the pay is is horrible like you know um, I worked at the Cracker Barrel as well for a little bit, and the pay was horrible. I, mean, I was paying nine dollars an hour. That place was busy. I don't know what. That's like one of the busiest places I ever worked at. The Cracker Barrel, man. I mean, if you're making ten thousand dollars just in one morning, uh, one morning uh, shift, ten thousand dollars. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we had two grills, um, five cooks on the line, and still didn't have enough people to to keep up with the orders. I mean, you had a dipper on one side that was dipping out the vegetables and all that, and then you had uh, the guys who worked the grill. You had two people at a grill. You had a hot box. They didn't have no microwaves. That's the thing about Cracker Bill. They don't have microwaves. They had a hot box, you know, to keep all the food out. Everything's made um, homemade, um, and the um, place is just busy. I mean, every day I went in, it was busy. Every day. There wasn't no time that I, I, no shift that I worked at. It wasn't busy, man. And they were paying something crazy, like nine bucks. That made me one. That's the reason why I went to the truck stop because of the pay at Cracker, but I was surprised. I thought I was going to be making more there, you know? Then I worked at the Greek restaurant for a little while. um Yeah, Greeks, they overwork you, man. You know what I'm saying? They overwork you. And, um, Worked there for, like, seven years. I was younger back then. I was in my early teens and 20s when I worked for the Greeks and all that. You know what I'm saying? But that's how they are, man. But they taught me how to um, properly keep a kitchen clean, the way they they run things. You know what I'm saying? One thing about Greeks, you work hard, they pay you. You know? They'll pay you. They'll give you something on the side, extra. They'll they'll look out, you know? Um, But my overall experience in cooking, like... um, you know as I got older and mentally mentally couldn't do it no more with the with the uh, I can physically, physically still do it but mentally I just couldn't couldn't do it no more I didn't want to do it no more you know what I'm saying just had enough of the you know the lack of uh, good cooks coming in the lack of people not doing their job the lack of you know people not wanting to clean you know I try to keep my kitchen clean as I don't know what you know, you know what I'm saying um cause you know you can easily cross contaminate and make somebody sick and a lot of people don't care, you know. That's why I really, that's why one of the reasons why I don't really like going out eating all like that, you know what I'm saying? Because uh I know what people be doing, and I know that people don't be keeping stuff clean. A lot of people just come in for a check, and it's just like you know. Uh, that's why I don't like eating out too much, man. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because I've I've seen it all. Some stuff I won't say on this podcast that I've seen that would really make you not want to go, go out and eat, man, word up, man, but, you know, it's a great show, man, you guys should check it out, it's called Bar Rescue, um, it comes on, on, um, what's that, um, the channel on Fire Stick? Pluto, I don't know if you can get Pluto on your phone, I think you can, um, it's on, it's the Bar Rescue channel, and, it comes on Sundays, new shows, you got new shows coming on now, Sundays at 10, uh, Actually, he stopped making the show and they just revamped the show. We um, started the show back up and it comes on Sundays at 10. But you guys should watch it. man. It's a great way to, to see how you should do things properly. If you're trying to open up a restaurant or a club or anything like that, what you need to be doing, what type of things you need to stay on top on and how you should be running your business and how you should be um, um, running your employees you know so you can get the best out of them and the best out of the profits you make you know what i'm saying because if you're not making profits you know i'm gonna stay open you know and another thing too a lot of these owners a lot of these owners treat their employees like family and that's the wrong thing they do or they hire family that's another probably another wrong thing to do in business because people don't people can't understand business and family like they think it's joint and that's not the case business is business and family is family. those two things are separate and a lot of times people can't separate the two you know so they they get into situations where you know their family a family member or two is not doing their job and they oh I fired them because of their family and I don't have a problem firing family you're not doing your job man because business is business like if you don't do your job you're doing your job improperly you're costing me money and you costing me my business so, you know, I love you, you family, but you're not doing your job. I got to fire you. Period. I don't care family or not. You're not doing your job, you got to go. Family or not. I'm like this is this is no this is no, you know, um kubaya, no. You know what I'm saying? This is business. Business, you know what I'm saying, is totally separate from friendship, totally separate from family, and you know, if you hire somebody to do a job, family, friend or not, they don't do that job then they gotta go period so that's the way i see it man but restaurant life is uh you know it's interesting <laughs> that's just, that's all i'm gonna say it is interesting and if you work in restaurants you know what i'm saying um i'm talking about this stuff because like i said i did this for 15 plus years maybe more i don't know but it went by so fast you know i learned a lot you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot. Um, um, yeah, I learned a lot, you know. Um, but I enjoy cooking. I still cook, but just not in that, that matter anymore. So, you know. But um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, man. Again, um, the name of that show is Bar Rescue, and it comes on 10 PM on Sundays New shows. They, they run shows all through the day, you know, but this is a really good show, guys. You should check it out. But um, that's my taking this podcast episode. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Um, please share this with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Help my podcast grow. But I'm your gracious host, Jupiter9, and I want to say peace and love to everybody. Take care. One.